Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, footballers fans? With all the new content coming out, there's going to be a lot more people playing Weekend League and Rivals. It's going to get tough out there. Do yourself a favor and visit our friends at fifuteam.com. They've got two new listings out for Foot Champions Rewards and also Rivals Rewards. The more you know before you go in, the easier it is to manage your time wisely. So do yourself a favor, click the link in the show notes or visit fifuteam.com. Welcome back to Footballers. This is Season 3, Episode 9. And today, we are joined by a very special guest, friend of the pod, Pugzilla. We also have Right Foot and Mets. But Pugs, how have you found FIFA 23? It's your first time on since we've had the new game. How are you enjoying the gameplay? It's tough. You know, it's been jarring having kind of my main ability with the left stick. I don't know how much you've talked about it in the past, but the left stick is kind of kind of dead uh, dead this year. And then you combine the fact that I live in the middle of the great uh, continent of North America. I'm kind of isolated from the servers, and you know, the gameplay gets a little slow. The gameplay gets a little bit uh, muddy, and it's been tough. Um, I, I'm hopeful um, that the game grows on me, but I'm not not uh, too thrilled about the state of the game. As far as gameplay goes, as far as pack luck goes, I don't know. I mean, I got uh, untradeable one to watch Rudiger out of my one to watch pack. I've been packing crazy cards left, nice. right, and center. So normally that leads down a road of enjoying the FIFA, but the gameplay has kind of been a, a drawback for me, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's the the case for a lot of people, especially with left stick. Uh, I'm still struggling to come to grips with left stick dribbling. But yeah, I don't think you're you're alone in a lot of the, the things you just expressed. Matt, how are you this week? And you did play Weekend League, right? How's your campaign going? I'm halfway through. I managed to squeeze 10 games in before joining the show to speak to you lovely guys. I'm seven and three. Definitely should have been eight and two, but generally feeling very confident in every game I'm playing. And I think I've got enough players in my squad that I have confidence in, regardless of 
their overall standing in the ratings of the game. But when you have an attachment to players like this week, we had we got the new Perisic, so obviously I was going to go ape shit for that. I just feel good in every game. And even if I go behind, I don't sweat it because I think I've got a very good chance of pulling it back more often than not. So I'm enjoying the game, conversely, not to rub it in for, for pugs and anyone else who's not enjoying it. It, it kind of suits me more podding, methodical, I guess you could say, rather than direct and fast play, which is the order of the day for some some guys. But yeah, it's it's all going good for me and I'll be finishing my campaign after we finish the pod and I'll share what rewards I get in the reds and all that good stuff in the Discord. But yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, don't don't feel like you're rubbing it in. I'm happy somebody's enjoying it because, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I want everybody, I want the perfect game, you know I mean? I don't want to be sad, mad, bad kid. I want to be, you know, everybody enjoys it. And I don't know if there is a realistic way for everybody to enjoy it all, but I'm glad somebody's liking it. That's cool. But it's cool by me. Yeah. And it's really, it's a funny story though, because, you know, early on this year, Matt struggled quite a bit with the game and now he seems to be the one just having the most fun of all of us. So GG's to Yeah, that. I think I, I was trying to brute force ways that I was playing FIFA 22 into this one. Like the game just wasn't yeah. having it. I didn't have the personnel right away because I, I was a little bit slow on the trading front. I wanted to play the game more than trade at the beginning. So it took me a while to get my squad up to speed. But once I found a system I liked and got the players I wanted, it's all just it's clicked into place now. So I'm a tough proposition for anyone out there, baby. Go and get some. Mm. Mess is dishing it out. Paul. What are you dishing out this week? Um, lots of penalty shootouts um, this weekend. <laughs> I feel like my matchmaking has been so tight. Like there's been so many games that have gone into extra time and then penalties. And, you know, at that stage, it's just a coin flip. Um, but I hate losing on penalties because it's just so much time you've wasted. Um, but yeah, this weekend's by far been the hardest weekend um i've had gameplay's been okay mostly um but just little spells where it's just been horrible and and unresponsive use a few different cards but yeah generally i've i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed the tight games actually it's um adds a little bit of excitement doesn't it it's a bit different from getting absolutely spanked one game and then um winning three nil in the next there were no gifts so Gifts are a thing of the past, it seems. Um, in weekend league proper, you get a few in qualifying, but weekend league proper, nobody's giving shit away. I, I said it last year, and I'll say it this year. I think the whole gifting thing is a is a European thing because I don't ever see it here in the US. Do you see it, Pugs? Well, with me, it's a combo platter of I don't. I do get gifted. And I think some of them might be friends of the stream or something. So I'm not sure if my experience mm. is natural. Get those clout gifts. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily recognize the names or whatever. But, you know, you know you'll know, you watch myself or you watch Wayback or you watch some of these guys doing these sessions uh, from, from the Weekend Link. Some of the non-pros, you know. And, you know, there's yeah. they'll have a dedicated group of people that are trying to give wins and stuff. And, <clears throat> you know... I, I so I'm not sure. I did get two this weekend gifted, but I ended up two games from 14 wins anyway. So it ended up not even really mattering too much. Just probably put me in a t- tougher elo. <laughs> yeah, the closest thing I got to a gift this weekend was I was still undefeated at the time, and I logged back on to play another game. The game starts, guy pauses, and quits at zero zero. 
So that was almost, I almost got a gift, but he was just a little toxic bitch. So, <laughs> but yeah, if I see like, if I see your name, if I see like Mike, if I see mediocre clout, if I see mad lads, swayback, I'm fucking playing. I want to beat you. I'm not going to give you shit. <laughs> For yeah, sure. I don't are. expect anybody to gift me anything. I would prefer that I played all 20. You know what I mean? It's more content, you know? Yeah, let's, people people really exactly. don't care if I finish on 14 or 16 or 12. They want to see tight games. They want to see me under pressure. You know, they want to see me stressing. That's what the whole... A little bit of rage. Just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just a tad. You know, I mean, yeah. I can... I can, I can, uh, I can get pretty heated when, uh, when something doesn't go my way. And I think, you know, people like the, the varied of the, the highs of the big wins and the, you know, the lows of, you know, getting hammered or whatever. Sometimes the lows make for good content though. You know, the, re- the reactions anyway, but yeah, yeah. There's what, people what that have made fair? YouTube channels, clipping, clipping streamers, raging and stuff. People like to, yeah. uh, feel that their rage is validated and it certainly is <laughs> there's there's shenanigans that happen constantly to everybody whether you're a streamer or not yep well we were having a chat before we recorded and, and we all gave our weekend league kind of reviews and this is my first weekend league that i decided to play my first finals and um i started off undefeated friday night was amazing the gameplay was perfect the connection was perfect and the connection stayed perfect all weekend. But last night, got on to play some more games, and it was like a completely different game. Couldn't do a fucking thing. Couldn't move. Couldn't pass. Uh, every time I made a, a a pass, I was getting closed down, and the ball was getting picked off me by Sterling or whoever. But I played three, quit all three, decided, you know what, the game's shit. Gameplay's shit. Servers are melting. I'll try again today. Rallied back to nine wins. Still have a handful of games. I don't know if I'm going to finish because nine per, is, is, to me, that's that's a good stopping point. It's not, I think anything beyond that is where I get aggravated with it, but it's a shame. We've talked about this in the past that Paul, you, you, you can relate to this, especially this year, but you don't know what kind of game you're going to get when you log on. And I think pugs, you probably feel the same way because sometimes the game is amazing. And then sometimes it's just shit. Not to quote the great Gattuso, but sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. Paul. Yeah. It's, it's so inconsistent. Like I've had, spells or periods when i've played this game this year and it's been an absolute joy winning or losing it doesn't matter um but then you come on and you play other times and you come off thinking like what the fuck was that like what was it like that is a completely different game to the one I played the previous year. It's almost like FIFA 22 is probably closer to some of those games. It's just, it's just frustrating because when the game is good, I feel like it's phenomenal. It, the responsiveness is there on the left stick. It is very balanced. You know, I feel like you can switch enough to catch people knocking it over the top for those, um, through ball so you can counter that a little bit you can you know um there's always going to be some issues with it but i just think when the game plays spot on it's a really really enjoyable game um and you go from that to when it's not and you just want to smash everything into a million pieces yeah wife was not happy with me last night just i just had a question i and i haven't uh we're all on we're all on new gen. Everybody's playing new gen. I know there's been some conversation about new gen yeah. consoles playing old gen. Are you guys have you guys 
gone back to try it at all? No. I've been new gen since new gen was a thing. I don't understand why people keep dipping backwards and then sort of complaining that there's a different experience. Of course it's different. It has to be different. I mean, if that's the future that they're going with, you might as well get used to it, you know? Exactly. You've got to, got to roll with, with the way that the game is, is evolving into, because I'm sure next year they'll probably cut it off. You know, they can't keep releasing legacy versions forever. So those people are going to suffer the most when they've got to readapt. It's probably going to take them half the game cycle to do it. And they'll be moaning constantly. I can understand why some people would, would want to go back to old gen, because if the game is more consistent and it's more responsive on old gen and you enjoy it better, do what you do. You know, if, if, if that gets you through the year enjoying playing a FIFA or a, a football simulator, soccer simulator, then do it. I get it. But I'm, I'm with you guys. Like next gen is the way ahead. It's going to be here to stay. So might as well get on board and get used to the sluggishness. But, but let me ask you a quick question. And this might sound a little bit snobby, but I'm going to go for it anyway. I'm ready. If you've got a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, why the fuck do you still have a PS4 or an Xbox One? There's no... There shouldn't even be an option for you to dip backwards. Why are you like sandbagging? It doesn't make any sense. Just fucking get with the future, man. It's so stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I've heard people uh, going and quick, like at the beginning of the season, quickly getting up to elite on old gen for rewards and then going back over. But we've said this, I think, since um, there was this discussion of new gen, old gen, like, why are you going to play old gen? Like, this is the future of the game. Um, get behind it and support it. I think that's the move. I'm, 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 you know, in the streamers guild. So I pop in and out of a lot of streams and stuff. I saw a streamer play weekend league. They were seven and one ELO on with a new gen console playing old gen. And they were seven and one and they matched up with a guy with non-informed Dan Juma on a basic chem style. That was this guy in the old gen gameplay. Maybe that's a thing is you could bully, bully smaller accounts. I don't know, but maybe, I mean, I don't know why you would do it either. I, I'm fully behind new gen. I can't even, um, I have a secondary Xbox that I uh, do trading stuff on when I'm not in my gaming station. I don't even know how people can function on those menus. Everything's lagging and on the new gen, everything snaps together and just, I don't know. There's so many benefits to me to stay on new gen. I know Mets and Paul, y'all are on Xbox. Pugs, what are you playing on Xbox? Yep, I've got the uh, Series X, like uh, like Mets said, uh, I, I got it day one, so. Okay. So an issue I was having last night, and this could be directly tied to why it felt so bad, because the EA telemetry tool, the connection score, my connection was flawless all weekend. Every game was fine. But what I was having an issue with, which this is a PlayStation issue only, but the settings. Settings keep resetting themselves on PlayStation. And I'm talking gameplay, cameras, audio, everything. So, and it's different every time for the gameplay. Like it saves some stuff and other stuff it won't save. Like the auto switching move assistance, I always turn it off. I don't like it because it makes it feel less responsive because your players continue to move slightly after you switch to them. I turn it off so it's more responsive. Well, that kept turning itself on every single game. In one game, I would go into the settings in game, put it back go back into the game, pause again and go back. And it was reset to where it was before. Like it just refused to save my settings. This is a known issue. It's been an issue. And I don't know if they're tracking it or not because I can't read that confusing ass fucking Trello board (laughs) that they use. Uh, I I think George is the only one who knows how to read that thing. But 
I looked for it last night. I didn't see it as an issue. If somebody can confirm that that is being tracked, please let me know because if I have to deal with this all year, it's going to be extremely fucking annoying. And I really do hope they fix it. Yeah, but, that tracker is so confusing. George sends me links sometimes it? and I'm like, I will take your word for it because it is just <laughs> annoying and confusing. Um, but I have seen somewhere, Hunter, I'll try find it, um, somebody with a, a fix for that. Um, and I can't hmm. remember what it was off the top of my head, but I'll try find it. Um, yeah. It was posted on one of the big traders accounts. I think I'll find it and we'll, we'll put a link in the discord if we do find it. Yeah. That could help out a lot of people. Yeah. We'll yeah. look for that. Appreciate that. Let's move away from this for a little bit. We'll, we'll revisit the gameplay here in a little bit, but let's talk about the new promo out of position. Um, new promo. Haven't seen this one before pretty cool card design if you're into that kind of thing um but the cards themselves they went really creative on a lot of these cards like the reese james card to me is really it looks like a really fun card to use i've gotten good feedback from people who have used it and it's relatively inexpensive i mean 150k right now it's not asking too much for a, a beast of a card uh mets well we'll, we'll come to you first pugs what do you think about the out of position promo as a concept and what do you think about the cards themselves well, I think the the promo could have used maybe one or two more marquee players. Um, I like Salah. I like Cancelo. You know, those are definitely meta, meta, meta. You know, and Mega Millions too. Um, the 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 thing about if they have one or two more big players in in the promo is that's something you can pack potentially. Obviously, it's rare, but you could pot- potentially get out of those 100k cards and into the cantonas and stuff and to the million coin level when you uh, pull something big so it's it's in our best interest that they drop bigger cards um but i think really with this new ken system i really like this promo because yeah i think it's we're just scratching the surface you know uh for the last couple of years we've known that you can move players in game and still maintain 10 cam well um you know you might start now with a three back with reese james at right wing and there's boom there's a really high end right back if you switch in game so and especially like you said the price is right there on the Reese James card 100 100 and something k um because i don't think we we've really fully grasped how free our teams can be now with the with the new chem system not reliant on icons or not reliant on cards that link directly to to the other cards so you don't need a Koulibaly to link with Reese James and i think uh I think it's an okay promo. I, I think I, I'm going to give it like a, like a, like a B, like a B. Um, like I said, a couple more big players maybe could have turned that into a higher score for me. But uh, uh, I, like I said, I think people really are going to start expanding their uh, team building once they start understanding this chem system. I think uh, these cards help that. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're going to get a team two from this. Am I right, Paul? I'm not sure, actually. Um, I know we've just had a little mm. mini release today, but I think, we, it, yeah, that does ring a bell, actually, but I'm I'm not 100%. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, two. Normally it'll have a number by it, and it doesn't, but we'll see. Um, I, I would suspect that there will be a team, too, that's kind of keeping with the tradition of things. Mets, well, have you got Paris at your team yet? Yes. Do you like him? Yes. What else do you like about out of position? <laughs> I like how you surmise that. That was good. Um, <laughs> let me start with what I don't like. I don't like the card design. I think that's fucking ugly. And I don't like the name of the promo. I think it sounds a little bit pony, to be honest. But... Not very creative. 
the cars are, are, are quite interesting. That said, though, I don't think it's a massive departure from Rule Breakers. I think these two could have been one big month-long promo, to be honest. And some yeah. of the stuff they should have done in Rule Breakers has now been done in this one, where they've yeah. made some of the changes a bit more drastic, whereas Rule Breakers didn't really break any rules whatsoever. It was a little bit weird and a bit of a, of a dead promo. This one, though, is good, although some of them I wish they'd done a little bit differently. I would have found Reese James more of an interesting prospect if they'd kept him as a defensive player, but still moved him up the field. Effectively, you've just taken his name and created a whole new card, made him a forward. And not a great one either. So I don't see why they would do that. Same goes with, with Teo Hernandez. Like the elite left back in the game, probably, unless you prefer Mendy or whatever. But he's now just a seven, uh, a left winger with 95 pace, but not a whole lot else going on. So it's like, what is this? You've, you've nerfed his defending and just made him fast, but he's already really fast. So yeah. I would rather they kept the same sort of overall build of the cars. If you're a defender, you still keep your defensive stats, but get an overall boost and then just do wacky position changes with them. Obviously, if you make a striker into a defender, they need to fit that profile. But having attackers with some defensive capabilities would be a little bit cooler, I think. Especially the importance of dealing with lengthy players down the flanks. Having attacking players who can actually defend would be really useful and have an impact on the gameplay as it stands right now with Lenfi still being a little bit overutilized, I think. Um, but generally, it's an interesting promo. Some of the cards are really cool. Um, there's more to come. Uh, we just had this release that's come out just as we started recording this podcast, which I haven't fully digested yet, but you know, it's, it's a thumbs up for me. It's a good one overall. And did you notice, though, on these particular cards, you know, Pugs touched on Reese James and you touched on Teo Hernandez. They've adjusted their attributes so that they could not become lengthy. So that was one potential meta that. you could have gotten with them, but now you cannot. But it's like you said, I mean, it's, they're really fast wingers now, but they're really fast clunky wingers still because of their body type and their build. Right. So I don't know. I think that's why yeah. they're so cheap to be honest. I mean, tail is kind of expensive, but Reese James only being what three days old, he's already down to 150 K. I could see him being yeah, 80 K in a week. Precisely. It's like Pug's saying, the only elite players in this are Cancelo and Salah, yeah. which most people are never going to see the light of day of. So then we're stuck and with... They got real creative with Salah, didn't they? Well, it's what the what the people wanted. Give the people what they want. I don't think Sells if they'd packs. made him a left, a left back, anyone would have been happy. <laughs> I've heard Salah's honest. got the best Travel in the game, so all the pros are raving about that card now, talking about how they can abuse the mechanics and whatnot yeah. with uh, this new Salah. It was only 80% before that they could abuse the Travella with non-informed Salah. Now they can fully abuse it. So Super OP. I was saying to the guys last week that, you know, I have a little list of things with the game overall that I think could be improved. But the one thing that really spoils my enjoyment overall is Travella. And it's, it's, overpoweredness and this fact that, you know, there's some real dirtbag cards that can do it to a very high degree in this game, which is super unrealistic. You barely any players can do this in real life more than like 10 yards distance. It's so stupid. And it just ruins the fun for me too. When people just try it endlessly, cause it just reeks of desperation, doesn't it? Well, my suspension of disbelief is, is shattered when I'm, I'm sort of lining up a defender to block, you know, across goal, 
shots that they won't be able to take. I've got them on the wrong foot, so they can't finesse. And then they just pop one of those out of nowhere. It's, yeah, it's super annoying. But anyway, we we digress. We're talking was, about out of position. So I was watching um, Nick run the foot market. He was doing his foot champs qualification with the bronze team um, last week. And he was smashing Travellers with bronze cards with 46 shooting from 25 yards. Such um, an edge ward, isn't he? Um, yeah. And it was just... It just shows you just the the brokenness of it, and to be honest, I don't concede that many, um, and I don't see that many. But they are when you do concede them, they are frustrating. I scored one yesterday with um, Hakimi, and <laughs> of course, because he's so like, known for them. That's that's just what he does. You got to, to apologise to your opponent after you score something like oh, that. Like, sorry, um, you know. Yeah. But anyway, back to this out of position. I think these cards and the promo so much potential, but I think if you're doing uh, these defensive cards into attackers, at least give them some weak foot and skill move boosts as well. I think some of these cards could be could be great if they had a you know a five star weak foot or even four four, um, but they've just missed. And I know they can't make these cards all amazing Um, and it is still early but I do like it I've used a few of them I've used Perisic Cancelo um, Reese James Reese James were really good actually Uh, Perisic very good Um, Cancelo is just what you'd expect as a centre mid Cancelo Um, his finishing is amazing as well but I like it I like the, the different cards I like They've not got very creative with some of them. Like Fafana's centre back card can also be a DM or oh, shit. Like, yeah. you know, that's um, out of this world. But yeah, I like it. There's some good cards. Yeah, we're talking about Travellas. And one card that is really good at doing these Travellas, and we'll get into these SPC players now, but that Chisa card, I've conceded three Travellas from at least Chisa. Chisa? Chisa. Yeah. Chiesa, whatever, America. What the fuck, dude? Arrivederci. So, Chiesa, his Travela is amazing. I've given up three outside of the box, probably 35 meters plus Travelas from that fucking card. And I've almost done it just because of that, out of fucking spite, just so I have him on the bench to throw in. I don't have a Serie A team, but... He's really, really good. I got absolutely murdered with him this weekend. So if you got 135K and fodder laying around, maybe go do it if you, if you need somebody you, like that um, in your team. Do you know what Chiesa means in Italian? Cheese? Travella. <laughs> right. Travella. He, he is blessed with the holy goods. <laughs> no, it means Travella. That's what it means. <laughs> means church. That's so a good church. one. The, the Lord has royally fucked you. Mm, whatever. What about, they, they continued this past and present Chelsea theme. We got Ross Barkley, player pick. Did anybody do that one? No. Crickets. I, uh, I'm a Liverpool fan, and I still remember the days when Ross Barkley tried to injure our players every derby, so uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not touching that. Dirty. Friend of the show, Matt Aguilera, played against this Ross Barkley and said he was proper dirty. 
Yeah, yeah, he was. He, I mean, that rivalry is known for its kind of bitter, bitter fighting. The the Liverpool uh, Merseyside, uh, and uh, yeah, Ross Barkley was a was a proud, um, a proud, a proud, uh, proud Evertonian, and he was not afraid to stick in a mean tackle. Mm. There was the flashback Falcao. Did you talk about that one? Yeah, we touched yeah. on him. He was he was like the fraud of the week last week. Unless you have a different opinion, <laughs> uh, I don't see him hardly at all. I, I can't even remember if yeah. I've seen him on the pitch. So I don't know. He could be a fraud. He could not be. I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah. he's been replaced by um, ones to watch new ones in my team. That's how how bad he was. Well, Paul had a theory that it was a flashback. We all thought it was. A, a bad flashback because his composure and his finishing was so bad, but Paul kind of nailed it and he said it was just a flashback to when he was shit. So, makes sense. Yeah, it was um, fucking... Like, it's just... We get loads of these sort of cards, don't we? Now look at Barkley that are um, just there to take 100, 200k out of your club just because they are usable, but you're not going to use them for long. Yeah, they're like one month yeah. cards, one one yeah. one month, two week cards, yeah. and really, yeah. you know, people got to be careful about doing those kind of SBCs because if you play weekend league, maybe do rivals too. How much you're going to really take down every week, and if you're going to dump all your profits from playing the game into a card that's only usable for two weeks, you're not really going to ever get to that upper echelon of card, you know, especially if you don't trade. And and that's what they want. That's exactly it, isn't it? It's exactly what they want. They don't want you to save up and do a, a messy or somebody. They want you to just constantly take 100k here out of your club, 50k there. Let's do a hero SBC or an icon, just constantly taking any money you're earning from any coins you're earning from rewards, just instantly taking um, out of your club. Yeah, and, and they know, and they know what car they know what cards you know people are interested in. I mean that David Alaba for instance, uh, got my attention early because he fit my untradeable Rudiger one to watch. Um, so, like, I was thinking long, you know, and then eventually, you know, the fear of missing out. Yeah, I did Alba for 300K on a road to glory. Yeah, but uh, they know they know what kind of cards are kind of pique the interest of the community. You know, they see the stats and stuff, and it's 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 definitely part of their plan, you know. they wanna They want you yep. to stay in that, 500 to 200k range you know and then yeah i think that's definitely part of their plan i think alaba though like valverde and messi are cards that you'll probably get for 300k it's probably pretty good value because you'll probably be able to use him until team of the year maybe you know he might be sort of getting a bit tired then um and i was saying the price those cards that you're going to be able to use for a few months they've priced them appropriately and they've made it so that you you're paying for that extra two or three months that you're going to get out of that card they're not going to give you those cards for 100k but um yeah very they're very clever aren't they also these two cards that they released today these icons i think we got the mid right card and the baby nedved i'm definitely going to be doing baby nedved because that's a, such a well-rounded card five-star weak foot great card you can play on the on the wing left mid you can play them in the midfield really like Nedved, always have every year. But, you know, Pugs, you were mentioning Rykard. Are you going to be completing that one, or have you done any of these Icon SPCs? Um, I did the pack, and I got uh, Shuka, Davor Shuka. Everybody uh, keeps co- 
correcting me in my stream that I call him Suker. It's uh, Shuka, I believe. Anyway, um, he was okay. You know, I felt uh, I felt like uh, part of the content um, crew over on Twitch. Everybody kind of expects the streamer to do the random packs. Um, as far as Rykard, there was a couple FIFAs ago where I used Rykard a lot, and he was class. And it was the same FIFA that Danny R9 Rai used as Rykard for like 800 games, um, his mid-Rykard. But this year, like I said, Alba and Rudiger, one to watch. So Rudiger's just got his upgraded boost uh, from Madrid winning three games. Um, Alba's obviously highly statted out. So I don't really think there's a place for Rykard in my team. Yeah. I mean, with there's so many options at center back this year. There's pace all over at center back already. You know, we're what a month into the game, so don't think anybody's going to rush out and spend 250k that they'll never get back on right card. But if you got it to spend, if you want to do it, do it. Who gives uh, a shit? Speaking of wasting money, did anybody spend 100k on the um, found out of, out of position 100k pack yesterday because that absolutely destroyed the market. Um, ah, and it was tradable as well. Either. It was tradable. Like usually, those packs are untradable. I think you got three eighty four pluses in it. Um, yeah, but yeah, lots of people did that. Took loads of coins off the market, and everything just went through the floor. It absolutely destroyed the market. No, I would never spend a hundred k on that pack just because I worked too hard for my my coins, but. If I were to do it, I would just buy FIFA points. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to take the shortcut route, but I'm not. I'm not well, that's, encouraging that's anybody the, to do that's that. That's what they want to do is they want to make that seem like the the reasonable way. Yeah. Forward is the FIFA points. Yeah, because to me, in that situation, if I were to spend 100k on that pack with the impact that it had on the market, you're going to have to hold that fodder to get your 100k back, anyways. Because even if you packed, you know, 485s or or 486s, you're still not getting that 100k back unless you pack a banger from the promo. You know what I mean? So I don't think it was good value on a coin standpoint, but if you got a couple bucks to spare, may as well, because it could do a lot for your team on the hypothetical pack, or you can inject some more coins into your squad. Um, But no, I did not. I I don't know when it expires, but I might still do it. I thought about it. Um, But you did, you kind of segued us into the market, Paul. How bad did the market get slammed yesterday? I was... I felt like I needed to go touch some grass yesterday. So I went out and I touched all kinds of things that wasn't inside electronics. What did the market do yesterday when they dropped this pack? It just absolutely killed it. Like Cancelo's out of position went down 300k. Some of the, the cards halved. Um, it was just an insane amount of supply. Um, and I've been saying it for a while. We've probably for a couple of weeks, we've been expecting this crash because this market on the sort of meta and out of pack stuff has just kept rising and rising and rising and there's only so long that can that can happen um so yesterday it took lots of coins off the market and absolutely battered people's accounts um so many people might have lost 30 40 percent on there matt still doesn't look very happy i think matt might have been one of those who lost 40 percent on his team. Hunter, you bought a team on Friday as well. How's that looking? Haven't looked. Can't lose oh, if you don't look. That's that's the one. Yeah, you know you can't lose if you don't sell even if hey, you just keep all those cards forever. I didn't just buy a team, I bought Janola. 
So Ooh. I don't know how much I've lost on him. I think he, he might is, be all he's right. unreal. He's so good. He got me he's a four. Very, he got me fun. a four in a row in draft. I from from what I think Ooh. is one of the dubs of this year's season is the the moments thing. Grinding myself a little draft token and got a got a four in a row with Janola. That I think that moments thing is really nice. It's definitely a, a no stress mode. Uh <laughs> and some of the challenges are kind of interesting and, and fun too. I, I have fun I have fun with the stream doing free kick challenges and we'll do wagers for every free kick to see if I can hit the free kick that turn or whatever. So I like the moments mm. mode. Anyway, that's a little I like it too. A lot of people don't, but I think it's, it's a good addition. If you don't like it, don't play it. That's what I always say. But yeah, Paul, you mentioned that I, when I logged on, I guess I logged on around two thirty, three PM my time. And I went through my usual list of players that I usually flip and one in one card in particular, and I'll share it now, but Raheem Sterling, the gold card. I bought, I don't know how many of him yesterday. I think I bought 50 of them for like 13,000, 13, two. And they all sold today for 15, five. So I made money hand over fist, or let's say I made coins hand over fist today from that one particular card. But it just goes to show you how hard the market got slammed. Like a lot of these 84s that were really inflated, like your Marcus Lorente's and those type of cards, they really came down. And I kind of felt like they were due because those 84s can't stay that high for that long with these promos. They'll never recover either. No, no. So th- those the days of flipping those cards, I think, for, for the, you know, the large net gains on them are, are over. Mets, what are you doing in the market now? Guess who was trading Marcus Lorente's oh. on the market? <laughs> and and in Kunku's, I got stuck with with 10 of them overpriced. Um, I had a good day before that pack came out, and I didn't know the pack came out. Paul was just enlightening me to it. I was like, I was trading them all morning, and the price was going up, not down. So I bought more, thinking, oh, there must be massive demand here. And then all of a sudden, it went pop. Like I just sold one for way more than it probably should have gone for. And the next ones I listed just wouldn't go. And I couldn't figure out why. And now I know that I'm still trying to shift 10 and Kunku's at the moment with position changes. Um, what I have done well out of though, since this promotion came out is just go for the cheap stuff because you can never lose money if it's already nearly discard. So position changed Suso cards, buy them between 10 and 11, sell for, 13 to 14k with a position change. If they've got Hunter, even better. That's been bread and butter for me. It's worked very well. I've got a few go, uh, go to cheap, like discard price golds that I can still flip for like 1k profit a piece just to fill up any slots in my transfer list after I've bought all the big stuff that I want to trade. And that just keeps me ticking over quite nicely. So um, it was, I've probably broken even yesterday after the, what we're talking about, but it's so frustrating. And more so, I've still got a lot of like coins locked up in these players at the moment that I, I desperately need to to liquefy at some point. But what I sort of set a hard rule on was don't invest more than you need to sort of buy your weekend league team with. So I made sure I had money for like Perisic and whatnot, but I waited for the price to drop to like 100k today because I knew I was playing weekend league today, not Friday or Saturday. And that's worked out well for me. So you could say I've made 50k profit by not buying Perisic straight away, which I very easily could have done because I was very excited. But and Another little tip is if you're making coins and you're making decent profit, sell those cards on friday i bought some heroes um forlan and keen and a couple of icons they went up 
and I was just busy and I listed them thinking, oh, they'll probably rise a little bit more. They were already in profit and they didn't sell. And I went to sleep and woke up and yeah, so I went from probably being maybe making 120k to probably losing about 30, which, which is nice. But I had a good day today because a lot of the cards that got killed yesterday had a little rise today. Same again, been doing some position change trading. Um, Perisic has been good and it's usually pretty hard to make coins on cards that are a little bit more expensive with position change, but I've been buying Perisic right backs, um, trying to get them with shadows as well and listing those. And they've been selling to sort of a little bit of lazies, but sort of seven to ten counts from cards, which is which is great. Love that. So yeah, I've had a a good day today. And I've spent all my coins now on these out of position cards. I don't know how well they're gonna to do tomorrow. It all depends on tomorrow's SBC, I think. Mm. Yeah, the one card I kinda of stub my toe on, it was not um as bad as ten in cuckoos, but uh <laughs> I um uh, I packed that Bellingham in for him um for my weekend league rewards on Friday. And yeah, that pack was not kind of Bellingham's price, which is kind of maybe it's a cautionary tale because I watch a trading streamer, um, smaller streamer friend of mine. Um, and he was like, okay, low point for Bellingham is 48K. This is Saturday is normally when the low point is in the market. So he was like, I'm going to invest, you know, 500K in Bellingham's. And I haven't touched base with him yet, but Bellingham is definitely below 48k right now yeah it's about 33 i bought 10 yesterday for about 40 because i thought that (laughs) saturdays are usually the low point as well so i thought i'll buy 10 so i've got it might bounce back this week those sort of meta team of the weeks usually rise into the week but we'll we'll see with all this supply yesterday who knows it's crazy to think that a card like that could already be approaching discord i mean an informed Bellingham, you would think, would be a beast in this game. But yeah, there's just great. so many better options great. out there. Yeah. And instead of me yeah. selling them, I'm kind of debating on trying to use them on my bench because, you know, with the five subs and then one extra sub for extra time, I mean, everybody gets involved, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a quick a question for right Paul. There. It is a long term prospect for you. What do you think about investing in that 90 rated informed Casemiro at less than 50K? That's got to perk up when the appropriate SBC comes out that needs a high rated inform. I like Lautaro Martinez a little bit better because I think he's about, for an 87 team of the week, he's about 26k which, yeah, that's a good you one know, at, at some point um, 20, uh, 87's gold will go to about that price. So, um, But I do like, I bought some Tony Cruz's a while back because he was um, getting cheap on that side. I think they're, they're good to have in the club. And the good thing about these guys, like you were just saying with Bellingham, I those Bellinghams that I bought to flip, I put them in my team today and it's great. And I do that with most of the cards that I'm holding for a day or two. I'll, I'll use, them in, use them in my team because you, know, you just get to use loads more cards then makes the game a little bit more fun and you get a little bit more out of out of trading them, I suppose. But yeah, I think that's a good shout, Matt. I think um, he's Man United, Brazilian, Casemiro. He's lengthy. Everybody loves a bit of length. Usually. Um, yeah. Just depends on where you like it, you know. Sideways. Ooh. Something I've been doing for the sponsors is 
kind of sharing, like mirroring my trades and mirroring my trades, I guess, tactics. And I've been trying to do a lot of low risk trading, like defined risk, basically. If I'm only looking at fodder, regardless of the type of player, regardless if he's usable or not. And I'm constantly updating the list in the sponsors lounge area for the supporters. And by focusing on those and only doing five cards at a time, the only time I'll do more than five cards of a certain player is when he's approaching the, that ultimate low point for that particular fodder range, right? So an 86, if he's getting close to 12, I'm going to buy as many as I can because I know as soon as we get more demand for fodder, he's going to go up to 15, 15, five, and I can flip those. And I'm willing to do that. I just, I try to keep at least 30 spots open on the transfer list for other things, but I'm more than willing to stock the club up with low rated or high rated, cheap rated fodder and just flip him when the time comes and you make money or you make coin hand over fist with that. Yep. So I did, I did the 87s this, um, this time around. So the Moolers, the, um, Lorises, yep. the Trents and stuff. And I even list them, Roger. um, when they're not, when, when they're not inflated and sometimes they'll sell mid cycle oh, yeah. for 20, 30 K. Well, maybe not 30. Always K, list for lazies. I think that, yeah, um, for sure. I think that, e- I think that that's kind of the cyclical safe play because, you don't need to hit the bottom precisely. You kind of know a range and you can stock up, you know, whenever they hit that range. And because eventually when I icon pack drops, when the gambling packs drop with the heroes and stuff, um, yeah, those are going to be snapped up. The The trick really is, is to be awake though, when the content drops and see what happens. Cause you, I mean, they can spike content. I mean, it's a feeding frenzy on those fodder cards when a hot SBC drops or when one of the pack drops for, for a hero. It's a feeding frenzy. You you try and buy a Trent at, you know, 20K, all of a sudden it's 23K. You know, the yeah. feeding frenzy is the best yeah. way to describe it. And another thing we're always reminding people of, this is George and Paul, we're always harping on this, but make sure when you do list cards, every single day you list them about, what 10 after the hour before content, right? So if content comes out 6 PM UK, you want to have your cards listed at 5, 10 PM. That way, when we do get an SPC the next day that requires it, people go to buy it five, 10 minutes later, your cards are right there and they're just going to snap them up. That's a really good shout and a really good practice to get into doing. Another little tip as well, like today we've had an SPC that requires um, five from the same nation and it's got right mids, right wing, left mids, left wing. So um, French, English, German, all the sort of top nations, top league, right mids and left mids have gone to the moon, like commons, gold commons, like 2K, uh, some of the right mids. So be checking when SBCs drop, think, oh, what's going to rise in that? And go check your clubs. Um, You know, you might go look in your club and you might have an extra 20K just sat there in, in commons that, you know, if you miss that, you're going to miss out on that 20k. And that's some of the easiest coins every week, just checking stuff that's already in your club, um, checking to see if it's got some value. Yeah. The yep. really nice thing that uh, I'm doing this year too with a lot of these SBCs is um, the Copa Libadores cards are great because they're normally pretty cheap when there's not an SBC out. And they give those hyperlinks. They give those, you know, uh, Argentina and stuff. Um, so those 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 do help with these requirements too. When you need multiple from one team, 
Um, they have been spiking occasionally, though, when when packs hit a Libidores cards, but sometimes that's the way way forward, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, does anybody have a novelty player they want to talk about this week? Yep. Hit me. Okay, so I'm going to be up front and say I haven't had chance to try this card out at length yet because I was caught up in Weekend League um, before coming onto the pod and I wasn't going to experiment with my wins in Weekend League. But out of the latest promo, Isaac Torre from Marseille, who's a silver centre-back that's been converted to a striker. He's six foot eight. Oh my God. And for a striker has really good passing and vision, which makes him perfect for a sort of ball to feet target man. Uh, and I know a few people have been asking me about this kind of player in discord over the last couple of weeks. It's a style that people are, are trying out um, as a, uh, a tonic to your usual elite Haaland S strikers and whatnot. But this guy is going very cheap. I think it's like 25 to 30 K might be even less at this point. It's, it's worth a punt if you want to try something different, but that physical profile is so unique in this game that people will not know how to play against a card like that. And I imagine only the most elitist centre-backs like your Van Dykes or whatever, or maybe a Rudiger or a push, are going to be able to physically cope with a strike like that. If you're good at playing with your back to goal and you know laying off balls for your, your wingers or quality attacking midfield, this card is right up your street and should be easy to connect being Ligon, French, that kind of thing. I think it's one that people need to to check out a little bit. And I wouldn't be surprised if people like Zwayback are doing silly videos with it because it's, it's such a, a weird and wonderful card. It's, it's one people should investigate a little bit. And my initial um, results of it, just messing around in rivals were, were, were really good. He's, he's, he's a tidy finisher, not elite level, obviously not a hall and nowhere near, but a pain in the arse to play against and a really good target man. Something very different that we we don't get very often. Makes Crouch look small. No, he's built like a brick shit house, but this card is, it's weird and unique. So it's worth investigating a bit further. Built like a brick shit house, he said. There was a, I like that. I know this is mainly a FIFA uh, stream or a podcast, but um, there was a, believe it or not, a, a pass, an eFootball title, maybe like four years ago that the meta was Lacina Triori, the big seven, yeah. I think he's six foot eight, six foot nine. And so in PES, you'd have these really high end teams with high level pros, and then they'd have this Lacina Triori striker. <laughs> so it's definitely a style that, uh, you know, if you get if you figure out how to do it, you can get as far as you want to get with a, a player like that. Ninety nine positioning without any chem boost. Ninety nine penalties. Eighty nine short passing with eighty one vision. I mean, there's ninety strength and six foot eight and and very weighty. I mean, it's it's mad that there isn't a card like this in in the game at the moment. It's 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 so strange. But you know, this is the sort of thing where EA really do as a good service with with this kind of promotion so i don't even think this guy's a first team player for marseille they just took him right out of nowhere because he's got weird physicals it'll be tough to beat the novelty player of the week from this week then because that's about as novel as you get absolutely defender playing striker six foot seven or whatever yeah that's that's it's got to be the tallest player in the game isn't it i mean i think maybe there's some goalkeepers that are bigger crouch might be somewhere similar maybe but um, and these big, big, tall guys like Sauloff, um, is in form. I've used him, 
and he's he's six foot four. They've just got something. Um, they just seem to get goal side of the whoever the centre back is. They just seem to get goal side of him and bang him home. Um, so he's and he's about like I say, he's about thirteen k. So he's definitely worth having a, a play about with just for a bit of fun. Yeah, there's only two cards that are taller than him, and they're both bronze cards. One's a goalkeeper, one's a striker. Six nine, six nine, but Torre six eight. So there you go, big lad. Well, I do have a, and it's not a, a shocker, but I do have a fraud of the week. I'd like to chat about fraud of the week. He's in position, off the post and back in play, and he's fired it against the post. Biggest ever fraud in the club. I have a La Liga Premier League hybrid team that I've been running since the start of the game. And I saw Suso and I thought, you know, Suso looks like a really decent card. Defending and physical, not so much, but I thought he could get up and down the pitch and do some some decent things for me. But he's not. He's, uh, well, there's a reason he's discard, right? So at the time, I bought him new and I thought he might have been cheap. I got him for like 12 or 13 thinking, oh yeah, this is cheap. He's going to rise. No, I couldn't have been more wrong on this card. Save your coins. Way better options out there. Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I think, especially what now we've just, thinking? especially now we've just got Vasquez. Like, if you want a card, who's gonna do that job? Get Vasquez. He can do it all. That team of the, I thought it team of the season from a couple of years ago. That yeah. Vasquez was just something else. He was amazing. It was so good. It could you could and you could play him anywhere. You could play him striker, CDM. You could play him out wide. He could do it all. Um, I've just bought one and sold one um, just before the stream started, so I'm a little bit... Because they screwed up with Vasquez as well. They dropped him at 5 o'clock UK time, and his max price range was 35k. Um, so they had, they'd forgot to change the clocks, I think. Yeah, I, it's kind of um, discouraging to know that Suso is not that dude because I looked at his stats, and it looked kind of similar in some ways, to my Tiago. Uh, I, I packed the uh, Liverpool Tiago rule breaker, and I thought maybe that Suso could fill kind of the same role if I wanted to go La Liga. But uh sounds like he is fraudulent, so I shall be staying clear. Yeah, and I'm playing him. I tried playing him alongside the Tiago, the rule breakers Tiago, and rule breakers Tiago is noticeably way better. Oh, he's so good. Card. He's so good. Amazing. He saved my team. Yeah. That that game you scored um, a hat trick with in Pugs was unbelievable. So, and then I don't know if you saw the game mats that I played. I, somebody was using this Tiago at striker, and I I was like, you know what? As a Tiago user, I get it. He probably could do his striker's job because everything in the box with Tiago is getting finished. I have no idea how this card does it. He blows my mind consistently. But uh, ten out of ten for me. What Kim style are you using on him? I got a, I got about a hawk. I got a hawk on him. Um, my mm. I, I switched back to my four three three, so my CMs come with those late runs. And right now, yeah. I'm looking at Tiago stats on my team right now: sixty seven games, thirty five goals, twenty one assists from CM. So he's almost got a contribution per game. He's ridiculous. He's good defensively too. He gets back really quickly, and he's to me the best part about him is how smooth he is on the ball i mean if you need to turn away from a player just hit r1 turn the other way and he creates loads of space I mean, he's very good he's got five star skills as well and he is just um, i've used yeah. him this last week 
um, and he's been so good. I've just swapped him out for Cancelo, actually, um, but I will probably go back to him at some point because he, he just did it all. Like I say, he's finishing. It's just something about his finishing. Like, I've got loads, you know, there's quite a few CMs that are, or not CMs, but cards that have got those finishing stats, but just don't finish with that consistency. Um, yeah, he's only seventy nine on something. his base stat, but yeah, yeah. he's uncanny. He finishes it all. It just always yeah. seems to be there, lurking around the edge of the box, just sort of making runs into the box. Uh, just yeah, he's really good card. Is he's expensive though? Still, is he about four hundred k? I think he was going up. I think he was about three seventy when he's in packs. I would assume he's going up because everybody's holding on to him. But hit hit four thirty at some point last week. He's at 408 right now. So there you go. Bargain. All right. That's going to wrap us up. Pugs, where can they catch your streams? Every night, twitch.tv slash the real Pugzilla. Normally, uh, late night, uh, UK, uh, middle of the evening for the US. And uh, I'm not sure when the next time I'm going to be on it. So I'm just going to say I'm going to be doing watch alongs for the full World Cup. I know the World Cup's coming up and everybody's excited. And. We'll see how it goes with, with Qatar and everything and the restrictions and all that. But uh, as it stands right now, I'm uh, locking in to do watch-along. So the schedules might change a bit because I'm going to be spending so much time watching the games. But the World Cup is one of the things that got me into FIFA. In 2014, the World Cup in Brazil kind of captivated me. Um, and then I started following the sport daily with Liverpool and Minnesota United once they made the MLS. So the World Cup means a lot to me, and I'm excited for the opportunity to share with my community. Good stuff. And that's uh, twitch.tv slash TheRealPugzilla. And how about social media? Twitter is at PugsNotDrugs, P-U-G-S-N-O-T-D-R-U-G-Z-Z. And I do post daily on there. But uh, yeah, the main thing is the Twitch account. And uh, I appreciate you guys having me on again. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's easy shooting the breeze with you guys because... We've got so many uh, like like interests, so it's uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, thanks for coming. It's always a good time having you on, folks. Paul, where can they catch you, and when will you start streaming again? Um, I'm going to stream, I think, Wednesday evening, maybe even tomorrow. Um, right foot on Twitch and right foot on Twitter, W-R-I-G-H-T-F-U-T, right fucking foot. Mm. Get it in. Nets. Get it in. At Lambo Matt on Twitter, one T, or holler at me in Discord. Sounds good. You can follow the show on Twitter at Footballers Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at The Foot Hunter. And that's going to wrap us up this week. We will catch you next week, hopefully, with more gameplay updates and content. See you then. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.